Welcome to the Coach and Doc podcast, hosted by Coach Chris Cutcliffe and Dr. Hunter Taylor. Our mission is to bring you insight from the best of the best in the coaching profession. If you'd like to learn more about the work we do at Coach and Doc, please visit our website, www.coachanddoc.com. Thank you so much for joining us on the Coach and Doc podcast. Our next guest is Jerome Tang, Associate Head Coach for Baylor University's men's basketball team. Coach Tang is in his 18th year at Baylor, where they are currently the number two team in the nation. He has been an integral part of Baylor's rise to national prominence, serving his first 14 seasons on staff as an assistant coach before being promoted to associate head coach in 2017. And before moving to Waco, he served as the head coach of nationally recognized Heritage Christian Academy in Cleveland, Texas. He was literally the first person I thought of when we decided to do this series and I'm grateful that an old friend will make time for us. So, Coach, welcome to the podcast. Well, man, it's an honor to be on here with you guys. And, uh, Chris, uh, man, a pleasure to meet you. And like I just said a little while ago, I, you know, I've been a big fan of your dad's. And, Hunter, you know what a big fan of your dad I, I am. And I've had, I had the pleasure of being able to work with Hunter for a couple of years and just, just a you know, friend. And so I'm thankful you guys thought about me and, Looking forward to having a good time. Perfect. Uh, well, Coach, I mentioned to you over text that we're going to do a three-part series on the role of, you know, you can call it the associate head coach, the chief of staff, whatever you want to call that role. We just want to try and dive in and better understand it and uh, give our audience a better understanding of it. So you've had the title now for almost four years. Just curious, in your 18 years at Baylor, what has changed and how you now approach your role on staff? Um, actually, nothing with how I approach it. I, I think maybe the way other people um, who are not as close in the program or maybe are just getting to know the program, um, maybe they approach me a little bit differently because of the title. But, um, you know, Coach Drew, told us from day one that he wants guys who want to be head coaches. And uh, I had a mentor tell me that, you know, you should um, dress and act and perform in the role that you want. And so I want to be a head coach one day. So from the very beginning, I, I treated Baylor like, you know, I was the head coach and it was my program and tried to make every decision um, understanding and feeling like, you know, it was my program. And so, and, and Coach Drew's been awesome in that he's allowed us to have great input and to, to treat it. When he gave, gave, gives us a responsibility, he wants us to treat it like it's ours. And so we do our very best. And so that's really, that's the, the, the title. Um, the title didn't change how I did things, um, but the longevity of being with Scott maybe has allowed him to feel more comfortable giving me more responsibilities. So Coach Tang, first off, just congratulations on the success of the season so far. Um, you guys are doing a great job and are fun to watch. Um, but I was just curious, before you, or when you came into this role uh, at Baylor, was there anybody that was already in a, an assistant head coach, associate head coach type role that you sought out for advice? Or if not, was there anything you know, that you did to try to prepare yourself for that role? Um, you know, before he left us, Matthew Driscoll, who's the head coach at North Florida, um, when we were hired, Coach Drew wasn't big on giving out 
the associate head coach title. Um, but you could easily watch the way he conducted himself and how he handled his responsibilities and how he made Coach Drew's job easier and constantly try to take things off of Coach's plate. And so I, I really watched Coach Driscoll and how he did his job. I tried to hang around him as much as possible and absorb as much from him. And so when uh, Coach Driscoll left Baylor to go be the head coach at North Florida, I tried to take on as many things and take as many things off of Coach Drew's plate. And, um, you know, so, so Matthew Driscoll is one of the guys that I, I really emulated. And um, like I said, the, I got the title four years ago, but, uh, you know, Coach Drew offered me the title seven years ago. And I, I didn't take it then because I felt like it would cause a problem on our staff. You know, um, maybe cause one of our guys to not get a head job because me having the title would perceive that there was a hierarchy on our staff. And we didn't, I didn't want that. Um, I didn't want that. You know, we were all the same. We all worked the same. We all, you know, had input the same. Coach viewed us you know, our, our, um, our suggestions the same. And so I, I just, you know, we tell our guys all the time that, you know, um, when we win, the whole team wins, it doesn't matter about individual awards. And it, the title um, to me seemed like an individual award. So I, 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 seven years ago, I told them, no, I didn't want it. And um, the only reason I took it four years ago is because, I mean, he like sat me down and said, you were taking the title. And um, it was right after Coach Mills took the, the Oral Roberts head job. And, you know, had, we had been together all that time. And he said, you know, I want you to have this title. And so I, I did because it's something that he really, really, really wanted. Hey, everyone. While these podcasts are a blast to make, they're also a lot of work. And we want to thank Team Funded and Guardian Caps for sponsoring our first series. Want to put the power of fundraising in the palm of your hand? Check out teamfunded.com, the number one rated mobile app fundraiser. Powered by T-Extreme, they give you the fundraising tools you need right on your mobile advice so you can fund your organization anytime, anywhere. As a football coach, I know firsthand that player safety is a concern for coaches across the country. Guardian Caps bring a padded soft shell technology to the outside of the decades-old hard shell helmet design and reduce up to 33% impact. Worn by programs such as Clemson, Oklahoma, Texas, Washington, and over 2,000 high schools, including Oxford High School, Guardian Caps' goal is simple, to reduce impact one hit at a time. Check them out at guardiancaps.com. Well, title or not, the way you explained it, uh, what you saw Coach Driscoll do in the early part and then what you've tried to do since then, like having somebody take on those additional responsibilities how does that help a program or a staff uh, be more productive and efficient? Well, you know, staffs are always changing over. And uh, so you, there, there needs to be someone who can help explain to the new people um, how Coach Drew likes things done. You know, who, or whoever the boss is, you know, um, there is a certain way that people take in information. Um, coach is a numbers guy, right? So for the new guys, when they come in, they, if they want to give coach something or they feel like something needs to be done, me being able to tell them, hey, this is the best way to get your information across to coach. 
you know, um, to, to, today is the best day to talk to coach. Tomorrow isn't the day of the game. <laughs> you know, the, the, don't call coach Drew at night and give him bad news because then he won't get any sleep that night because he's a fix it guy and he's going to be thinking all night how to fix the problem. Wait till the morning to give him, you know, you got to have someone who really has a feel for the, the, the boss, whether it's in business and athletics, whatever it is, whoever, you got to have someone who can be that buffer and to help new people, you know, best get information across and know when is a good time too. And so I, I you know, I saw coach Driscoll do that and I feel like um, that really, you know, helped, helps our staff now because um, I guess the, the title allows the new people to, to view me as a, like a checkpoint before it gets to Scott. And not everything needs, Scott, Scott doesn't need to handle everything. You know, I mean, there are certain things that he needs to know, but there's, he doesn't have to take care of everything. You know, and so that, that's kind of how I see the importance of the role of having someone that has some longevity and understands how to best um, service the person who's in charge. Awesome. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, so uh, I'm curious, when you become a head coach, do you think that this role is something you would incorporate on your staff and why or why not? Yeah, I think I will definitely look for someone who has had um, experience in, um, in the coaching profession, you know, um, who has, you know, been through some ups and downs you know, and uh, some guys who, who've had some, some failures, you know, I mean, it's guys who have only experienced success, they don't know how to respond when things go wrong. You, you want some guys who've been in some wars, who, who've made some mistakes and say, okay, I, I wouldn't do that. You know, sometimes knowing what not to do is as important as knowing what to do. And so that's definitely going to be something when I become a head coach that I'm, I'm going to look for someone who knows how to knows what to bring to me and what not to bring to me who can take care of some things before I ever have to worry about them and because they've had the experience of doing it yeah I was, that was literally kind of the next question so it was it was saying taking that a step further what characteristics or experiences would you look for in a candidate when selecting that person any other kind of like yeah you know, you know that they got to be that that person in that role has to be a people person you know, they've got to be a really good communicator. And you, you want all your guys to be great communicators, but mm. you really want someone who has um, a very um, a common spirit. Like, you know, the, the, uh, I had one person refer to it as uh, being the, the voice of reason in the room, you know, and that, that's what you want. So when all of your assistants and staff are thinking like the world is coming to an end because a kid just got in trouble, you got to have someone who says, look, this is not that big of a deal. This is how we're going to handle it. This is how we're going to take it to coach. You know, because sometimes when it's the first time that you've gone through something, it seems like it's the end of the world. And, and, and we're, we're crisis management people. That's what we do. We, we, we constantly are putting out fires and, and trying to figure out how to, to solve the next problem that, that, that's coming around. And you need someone who... Uh, doesn't think every problem is the biggest thing in the world. That's good. 
So coach, just kind of shifting gears a little bit. You know, I've casually observed the be ready platform that you and two other coaches created during the pandemic and just really intrigued by that. I think it's a really cool concept, cool idea. Um, you know, and I, I know how busy you are being a, being a coach, being a family man. So I'm just curious, what, why did you think something like that was worth your time? Well, uh, Alvin Brooks, the third and dream Dowling, um, those guys, you know, got together to, and they wanted to be able to help other coaches um, with, with personal and professional development and felt like there was a need. Um, the good Lord uh, offered us the pandemic, which provided us the time to be able to, um, you know, to do this. And, um, and I was extremely surprised that there were that many um, young coaches and coaches in general that, you know, wanted to take the time and cared about anything that I had to say at all. And so um, I'm telling you, I, I, I learned as much on that as, as I shared, um, if not more. And it was just wanting to, um, somebody in my life, I've had a lot of people pour into my life in different areas, whether it was my youth pastor growing up, you know, the pastor that hired me, coaches that poured into my life, teachers, you know, and, you know, you just, like this, it, it's about the people that you impact. And so for me, having an opportunity to help impact other people and, um, you know, just give back, that was, that was, uh, th that was inspiring. It was, I mean, I'm telling you that that group, that's a special group of people. And, um, you know, I, I consider them family and friends now. And so um, it, it was a huge blessing to me. And so, um, you know, I, I miss, I miss being able to meet with everybody once or twice a week. Uh, so it's, um, it, it's, it's, it was, it was, it was not a difficult decision. answers. Well, Coach, we're going to finish with a little rapid-fire closing round. What I'll do is I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. I want you to say the first thing that comes to mind, so quick answers, okay? Okay. First one, what was the last book you read? Last book, um, Hire is Waiting by Tyler Perry. Okay. Favorite, favorite venue to coach in? You can't say the Farrell. All right, well, I'm not going to say any Big 12 venue because okay. – all right, but um, – I guess when we played at Arizona, that was pretty cool. Okay. Most underrated assistant coach that you want to give a shout out to? Can't say anyone on your current staff. Okay. Um, I'll say Bobby Cannon at North Florida. Uh, does an unbelievable job there. I mean, I Dream Dowlin at North Texas and I mean, I love him like a brother and he does an unbelievable job. And uh, so, um, I mean, I'm, I, there's a ton of really good guys out there, but they come to mind. Okay. Toughest opponent outside the big 12. Ooh. Butler last year. Really? Oh my goodness. That was a, a slug fest. Okay. Those guys, yeah. Um, well, I remember watching that game. And when uh, when Chris Mack was at Xavier, and we, yes. but you know, um, they uh, if you have watched the Big East, like those referees let them guys just 
<laughs> get after it. So, yeah, the, the, those tough, tough teams. Okay. Last one. This will put you on the spot. Best place to eat in Waco. Uh, breakfast at George's. Eat. That's classic. Breakfast Easy. at George's. Got to got got to get the fluffy pancakes. <laughs> Perfect. Well, Coach, thanks a bunch for joining us, man. This has been a lot of fun, and uh, wish you nothing but the best. Nothing but the best this year and in the future. Hey, man, thank you guys. It was, it was an honor and a privilege, and just appreciate all that you guys are doing. Man, Coach, it's been great. Really enjoyed it. All right. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening to the Coach and Doc podcast. Uh, we know there are a lot of podcasts out there, so we're grateful that you chose ours. If you'd like to learn more about the work that we do, please visit our website. It is at coachandoc.com. Thanks again.